0: Hallelujah. I mean, it was still in a vision. Paul said in a vision, a man appeared and told him, From Macedonia, come over and help us. And by that word, he knew that God has sent you to Macedonia. May God direct our steps. Hallelujah. May God prepare the hearts of people to receive us and to receive the gospel of Christ. Amen. Now, there's a door we call the door of service. Somebody say the door of service. Door of service. Amen. God will open door of service for us. Amen. And that's a very important door. Again, in 1 Corinthians 16, 8 and 9. But I will tarry in Ephesus until Pentecost. I'll stay there for a long time. For a great door in effectual is open unto me. And there are many adversaries. Many adversaries are people... Who oppose the work you are doing? One day Paul was preaching. You know, it's not, it's, it's, it's okay when people insult you. But when they insult, when you stand in the book of the gospel, God gets angry. Paul was preaching to, okay. somebody came and was distracting Paul. Oh, no, 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 Paul said, may be blind for a season. Be blind for a season. No, I'll be blind until I finish doing what I'm doing. So may God do with every adversary that was stand in the place of open doors in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 A door of service is an opportunity to be effective for the Lord. A door of service is an opportunity to serve the Lord. Say amen. amen. And everything, I keep saying that everything we are doing is a privilege and opportunity God has given us. John, are you with me? It's a, an opportunity you have. I mean, some years ago, not too long ago, we have uh, Kenneth, we have Frederick, we have David, we have uh, um, Samuel Doug. These were the people doing, running around, playing the instrument, doing the technical thing and so on. They've gone to school, and they're going to be there for five years, four years, three years, four years, five years. So that, oppo- that window is no more there. Do you feel know what I'm saying? Now look at uh, the young people sitting there. I mean, John, uh, Roberto, Gustavo, um, Luca, they are sitting there now. So now that it's your turn, play the game well. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Play the game well. Because when these guys come back, they'll come and find that their seats are not empty. Yeah. Somebody's sitting on their chairs. Because you learnt well and you're playing your role well. And you're also going to move on. You go to university, you'll not be there. I mean, you'll not be, you'll you, you, you miss us. And may we miss you when you go. John Dag. I am, uh, John, I <laughs> John Dag. <laughs> Are you with me? May we miss you when you go to school. So, ah, if John was here, if Roberto was here. Because you played, you served well. May we serve well in Jesus' name. Amen. Hmm? Dineche, do you think we'll miss you? Do you think you're playing your role, saying that when you go, we'll miss you? Do you think we'll miss her? <laughs> 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 Work in progress. <laughs> Felix, I'm going to miss her. <laughs> you, you, you should make yourself so valuable. That when you are not there, you know, one of the chapters in one of the books, Proverbs wrote, how to increase your value. Yeah. That's one of my favorite books. Yeah. yeah. Um, that of ministry. How to increase your value. You must make yourself so valuable that when you are not there, they miss you. Wow. Paul said, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Wow. Anytime I remember you, I thank God that I met you. May we always thank God when we remember you. Amen. May we not be angry when we remember you. That, ah, that guy. Oh, may we not be happy that you are no more around. May we miss you in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Yeah, a time comes when it is not possible anymore to do some things. You know? Because, I mean, look at uh, Lady Pastor Pepsi and the children. She's really trying. I really clap for her. Clap for her for carrying the children like hand luggage. I'm telling you, but it's not easy. She has to find help to do this because she would like to do, I mean, I can feel it inside her. I wish I can do, but the, the help didn't come. The ones who go up there, carry didn't come, and all that, and it hampers her. But when she didn't have children, she was free. Yeah. My wife is going to come, she's not here now. So there's some prayers that I'm praying. When she comes, I have to limit some time I have to give her time. Do you understand? It's not that God is not important to her. It's not that God is still, it's not that God is important. But when she comes, I can't give all the, all the prayers I'm praying now, praying in advance. So when she comes, i limit the prayers, I'll be limited. But that is, that is how life is. Because if you marry, you have cares of this world. So the next thing, as you are not married now, do all your best. When you get married, you cannot be singing all the time. You have to be making fufu and mbangu and jollof. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. You want to, you want to go and learn? Uh, go and, no 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 no. Your wife, your husband does not eat stones. he's jollof. Jollof. <laughs> that's how it is. So th- not McDonald's. Thank you very much. You cannot go and bring every day. Take away. No way. No way. No way. No way. No way. Mm. <laughs> what a shock so opportunity Portuguese will not be there all the time yeah. all the time so when we have it let's take Felix so, you get married though yeah. as, as now you, you behave like you, you, the, you, you own the church <laughs> do it well and do it very very well mm? yes sir are you going again that's what she asked uh, yesterday you didn't come early at all now you're going again You see, and then you'll be feeling bad. And then when she's pregnant, you have to take care to to antenatal. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Yes, you understand very, very well. Eh? (laughs) And your friends will be asking you, do you want, hey, Pastor, Pastor, where are you? Oh, I'm going with my wife to uh, the clinic. (laughs) What a shock. (laughs) So when you have the chance, do your very best so that people will look at say, hey, during his season, he did his very best. Yeah. Amen? And if not, that is how life is. Time comes when things change. Yeah. You know, I know some churches, um, Some of these, they send uh, uh, missionaries when they are under 24 and below, and then I think from 18 to 24, and then after 60. Because in between are uh, the challenges of life. <laughs> what a shock. I think Latter-day Saints, yeah they send you when you are 18 to 24. Go go to Africa, go here, go and do missions. Now, after that, come back, find a job, work. When you finish your 60, go back. <laughs> what a shock. No, no, but, but demands of life. I mean, when I see Lady Harada feeling sleepy, I understand. Because she has been working as a medical doctor the whole day. I mean, you'll be tired. It's natural. So she's, we have to clap for people like that. <laughs> Amen. Yes. So you must serve and serve well. So say, I will serve very well. Yes. Hmm? You see, yourself, I mean, Felix and then Benjamin. There's a time when you two of you are everywhere. Now you come and Benjamin hasn't come. <laughs> Things have changed. Things have changed since the season has changed. Because Monique is saying that, look, I'm tired. You to carry the baby a little bit. What can he do? Mind why you are here? You you, 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 are, you, are, you, you, you walk alone. Hmm? You see now. But of course, these things should also hinder us from working for God. But there's a level of work that makes that a certain a certain period you are more available. So take advantage of that. The time to pray longer, time to serve in the church, time to arrange things, do it. Because that season, a time will come when the window will be closed. And when you serve well, you graduate from being a novice. The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 6, Not a novice, lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. When you are a novice, you cannot, I mean, when you learn to serve, as you keep serving, you graduate. Hallelujah. Just like cooking. When you start cooking, you 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 burn a few things. Some ladies, when they even boil water, the water burns. What a shock. Yeah. I mean, but you learn it. That's why. When you marry, you shouldn't compare your wife's food to your mother's food. <laughs> you know why he's saying at all? Because he's speaking from experience, a man of experience. Because your, wife, your, your mother has cooked all her life, your wife just came. So your wife is just a few, a few weeks, a few uh, months into the project. <laughs> so allow. Do you see? But as the person keeps on doing the thing, she becomes graduates from being a novice and becomes a specialist in what you are doing. Amen. Amen. So you see, so in uh, Paul talks about if I not be a novice, then when you from move, graduate from not being a novice, then move to the place where you you occupy an office. You occupy an office. I'll explain that. And then, so the level one, doing the work, you know, let's take the mission of the evangelist. Paul told Timothy, do the work of an evangelist. That means that you are not an evangelist, but you are doing the work of an evangelist. Amen? And then, as you carry on, you see that that is in Second Timothy 4, 5. Then level two is when it becomes a gift, having the gift different one from another in Romans chapter 12, verse 6. So, it's uh, you start off as, uh, you start doing the work, and you're doing the work not, that's why it's, 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 it's immature to label yourself as a prophet. It's too early in your life in ministry, Benjamin, to call yourself a prophet, because I prophesied once, and two, uh, once or twice, and it came to pass. You are not yet the prophet, you are doing the work of the prophet. But you are not yet. It's too early. The prophets are there. Bible says the foundation of the church is laid on prophets and apostles. So that is a very high level of ministry. Hallelujah. So you can prophesy. But that doesn't make you a prophet. Or you can see. But that doesn't make you a prophet. You can discern. It is an office that you can occupy later on. So Bible says having gifts. So you can do something, and eventually the thing becomes a gift. Like when you start singing. You see, you, 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 I'm sure when you start singing, you're nervous. You feel intimidated. You feel uneasy. Hey, can I sing? And so on. You are starting as you keep singing, and as you keep ministering and all that, you become, you, it becomes like an easy thing for you. You, you can be called. And for me, I, I, I'm always surprised people who lead praise and worship. Because when I attempt to leave, all the songs vanish from my head. I don't know what has happened to anybody here before. I stand here and I don't remember even one. The day I attempt, I attempt to lead worship, I don't remember even one. I said, ah, but how does that happen? You know, it's amazing. It, it surprises me. When I'm sitting, I remember everyone. When I stand, I can't remember even one. I say, hey. You see, I know why you're laughing, Nineche. But it's okay. You see, once you keep doing it, then it becomes a gift. It's easy. You can be called when you start preaching. You are nervous. You are uneasy, and all that. But as you keep doing it and over and over again, you will get you 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 gain skills. It becomes like a gift, and then um, it also then it becomes a ministry. You have a ministry. Bible says in First Timothy chapter four, verse five. Bible says making full proof of your ministry, so that it becomes a ministry. And then the final place is when it's an office. That is where you sit. I magnify my office. So it's it, you serve. You do, I mean, you serve side of as a novice. Then you move on, becomes a gift, and it becomes a ministry, and becomes an office that you occupy. May God give us good offices in the church. Yes. That is in Romans chapter eleven, verse thirteen. You, I magnify, Paul said, I magnify my office. This is what I sit, I sit here as an apostle, I sit here as a prophet, and I magnify that office. That is the highest level you can come to in any work you're doing. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. All right. Now the final thing I'm going to talk about before we pray and wrap up is the door of utterance. So the door of service is open, and then also we have a door. Another door God opens for you is the door of utterance. Colossians chapter 4 and verse 3. Colossians chapter 4, verse 3. Without praying also for us, that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mysteries of Christ. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. A door of utterance, ability to, Declare. Mm. I'm sure you've tried to witness and you don't didn't remember any scripture before. It's also part of life. But we need to pray as we go out. God, may you open the door of utterance. God will give you answers to difficult questions. I'm telling you. People will meet you, ask you questions, and the way you speak, they will say that Jesus said when you stand before them, don't worry at all. The Holy Spirit Himself will show you what to say, teach you what to say. That's the door of utterance. You will speak as if you prepared the question answers before you came. You know what they're going to ask you but God will give us the door of utterance. And we're going to pray, God, may you give us the door of utterance. Yeah. Can I have an amen? Yeah. To be able to speak your word boldly. That's what they saw about the apostles. They spoke the word of God. When they beheld the boldness with which they spoke, they took know that they have been with Jesus. Because the unlearned men they never been to school. But when they saw the boldness of Peter and, and John and all these guys, they took notice of them. They have been with Jesus. So may God give us the door of utterance. Amen. Hallelujah. As we go out, as we preach, as we minister, as we meet people, may God give us the door of utterance. May we not be nervous and afraid. May God make us bold. And may God give us the door. Shall so we stand to our feet and pray for five more minutes or ten minutes, just ten minutes of praying Let's pray that God grant us the door of utterance. As we speak your word, as we meet people, as we stand in the, in the streets, as we, as we proclaim your word, give us the door of utterance. May we speak the word of God with uh, the oracles of God, with boldness and with authority.